but I want to tell you how I like to define mindfulness. When it boils down, mindfulness equals attention plus intention. Attention is the number one gift we can give our loved ones. Intention allows us to move more meaningful through life. It brings us more happiness and more connectedness. I'm Meg, mindfulness and meditation teacher, social emotional learning expert, and loving mama of two. As women, we often wear all the hats, have very full plates, are spread too thin, and sometimes have trouble balancing it all. You're not alone. It's my life's passion to help women find more peace, purpose, compassion, and presence in a very busy world. Every woman listening will walk away with support, guidance, and real-life tools to use today. No matter where you are in life, you will learn to live a life you truly love. Come along with me as we get real and vulnerable. I am here to help keep you grounded, access the present moment, live with more intention, and navigate all that comes your way. So grab your AirPods and maybe find that cup of cold coffee. This is our mindful way. I can't believe the day is here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Our Mindful Way. I have had a podcast on my mind and my heart for a really long time now, and it's finally here. And I'm so grateful to have your ear, to have your heart, and I welcome you with open arms. So I'm not going to do a whole long, boring introduction, but I do want to give you a glimpse into my past, what has brought me here, and where we're going to go, because I've realized that So many people, they don't actually know what mindfulness is. So I'm also going to answer that question for you as well. So I'm Megan. I am a mom. I am a certified mindfulness and meditation practitioner. I live in New Jersey, but I'm from New York, right outside New York City. It's been amazing to grow up around here. And I've taken 12 years in special education, a psychology degree, a master's degree, a lot of social emotional learning trainings, and a lot more, and turned it into this mindfulness business, this mindfulness practice. Now, mindfulness is not new to me. I have been teaching mindfulness to kids for 10 years. I taught daily mindfulness in my classroom, and I realized through my own experience and my own education that, holy cow, I think I need some of this too. And it actually came to a head for me. If you are in education, you know that it is a difficult job. It is a rewarding job, and we do it because we love it. So while I loved special education and teaching in the classroom, it was really flippin' stressful. (laughs) I was somebody who came in to work early. I left work late. I was emailing parents at 10 p.m., always thinking about work, blowing through boundaries, and slowly getting burnt out. And even though I was happy on the outside and living a really fast-paced and full life, something was just out of whack and my family was actually suffering. I was tired. I was exhausted. I wasn't present. I wasn't intentional in the way that I was behaving, acting, or moving even on the weekends. And while I was teaching it and I was a master at teaching mindfulness to kids, I just, I noticed that there was this void with myself and everything came to a head 
When on year 10 of teaching, I got called down to the principal's office. And I want to share this story with you because it really is so powerful for so many reasons. I got called down. The secretary called me down to the main office and I was so nervous. I immediately started sweating and shaking and it was just awful. I was thinking, what did I do wrong? What did I forget? Is this student okay? Is that student okay? I've already called the parents. I already did all this X, Y, and Z. What could this be about? Driving myself crazy. So it was a long walk down the hall, but I finally made it to the principal's office. (laughs) And my principal, he was brand new to the school, says, come in, Meg, close the door. Well, my heart is racing, my shoulders are up to my ears, and I almost threw up. (laughs) And he said to me, word on the street is that you haven't taken a lunch break in years. I was in shock. In that moment, I was being called out, but in the best way possible. And he was right. I hadn't taken a true lunch break in years years. I was somebody who worked through my lunch, worked through my preps. I would even go to the cafeteria and sit with a student who was struggling. I never turned work off. I never checked in with myself and I never took a lunch. And here he was brand new saying, I hear you don't take a lunch break. And he told me that day that that was going to change. He went as far as to call me every single day at 11.51 on the dot. Weird bell schedule, (laughs) if you know, you know. Making sure that I was taking a lunch. He actually encouraged me to leave the building. He encouraged me to get out, move, and just step away from work. In that moment, he affirmed what a dedicated, selfless, I'll get back to that word another episode, teacher that I was. He affirmed that I go above and beyond for my students and my colleagues. But he also told me that this is not good for my health, that not taking a lunch or a break is not good for my mental well-being. Honestly, it's not good for anyone. So he told me during that time, your kids are accounted for. Your kids are okay. Your work will be here when you get back. And holy cow, That day was a real turning point for me. While I was teaching mindfulness and saw the long-lasting effects of mindfulness in my students and their families and the school culture, I needed to bring mindfulness into my own life. And that's what I did. (laughs) So I'm so grateful to that principal for calling me out in the best way possible. And that's when things started to personally shift for me. Bringing in more mindfulness meant less stress. It meant no more burnout. It meant living a more intentional life. It meant being more present with my family. It meant managing stress and snapping out of the autopilot or the fuzziness or the exhaustion that I have been living for so many years. My mindfulness practice, I often say, also saved my marriage. It was so easy to slip into that co-parenting style of living. And we weren't having deep connections. I wasn't sharing my thoughts and my feelings fully. Because honestly, I grew up as the happy one, the positive one, the 
cup half full one. And I almost felt bad for feeling any type of other feeling. And I was keeping that from my spouse. But mindfulness allowed me to turn inward, to get to know myself again. Mindfulness helped my marriage improve and flourish. It helped all of my relationships. Deeper connections, more thoughtful intentions, more memories, more patience, and better communication. And those are all accessible and available to you too. And that's why I started Our Mindful Way, to be able to bring that to women and to people everywhere. Because it changed my life and it continues to change the lives of so many. And I can't wait to teach you and guide you and support you and hold your hand as we cross over this beautiful bridge together. Women everywhere are doing the actions of life and wearing all the hats and going through life sometimes on autopilot, but they often forget to be mindful in the process or they've stopped living life on their terms. They've stopped living in alignment with what matters most to them. So that's kind of where our mindful way was born. I realized I wanted to fill this void in my community because if students and kids need and benefit from mindfulness, (laughs) so can we. So whether you're a mom or a busy woman in corporate, whether you're a wife, a sister, a professional, a friend, you are seen here. I believe that life shouldn't be done alone. We need to lean on our people. And I want to give you tools to pull out from your back pocket and have real open, vulnerable conversations with you right here so you can feel less alone or so that you can cope in a way that benefits you and your family. It's really easy to be pulled in a million directions. You might be spread too thin. You might be feeling fuzzy or distracted all the time. And I'm right there with you at times, but there are things that we can do in our daily life to help us be more present, connected, and intentional. Now, I do think it's important to explain what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is a little bit of a buzzword. It's fluffy. It sounds good. It looks good. We think we want it, but we're not 100% sure what it is and how on earth to start. (laughs) Now, mindfulness is a science-backed practice, and I love mentioning that because that's important to me, and it might be important to you too. But I want to tell you how I like to define mindfulness. When it boils down, mindfulness equals attention plus intention. Attention is the number one gift we can give our loved ones. Intention is allows us to move more meaningful through life. It brings us more happiness and more connectedness. So attention, paying attention on purpose, intention, living a more meaningful life. And when you pair the two of those together, you have mindfulness. Now, I'm sure you've heard that our brain is usually playing defense. Our brain can easily go into the fight or flight mode. And mindfulness is almost living in that space in between, creating space, awareness, and stillness, less 
reactive, less judgmental, less stressed. But we do have to work at that. And mindfulness is a practice. And I think it's important for us to know that. Mindfulness is absolutely a practice. But it can also be a way of living. And it can also be a lifeline. Mindfulness is truly at the foundation of our wellness. And I know that to be true from all of my classroom experience. But the experience and transformation in myself and the hundreds of clients that I've been able to reach in just a year. I also want to share what mindfulness is not. Mindfulness is not sitting for 30 minutes and meditating in silence. You guys, I don't have time for that. I don't have the attention span for that. I don't have the quiet for it. And I I just don't have the want to do that. (laughs) So I am all about making mindfulness fit into your life and breaking it down for you so you can pull these tools from your toolkit when you're about to snap or lose it at your kid or if you're having a difficult conversation with your spouse, or you're embarking on a transition, or you're having stress at work. So you can bring a little bit more ease and peace into your day. Mindfulness is simply being aware of what is happening right now without wishing it were different. And holy cow, that's hard. (laughs) But when we stay in the present moment, we make better choices. And we actually take things less personally, which is really helpful in our personal life, in our partnerships, in our profession, and in parenting. Mindfulness is not black and white. So you guys, if you are a list maker or type A, we can't just cross this off to be more mindful. Although I can give you tools to practice throughout your day, but it doesn't have a straight path. You might be on a really great streak of either writing in a journal or meditating or remembering your breath, but then you fall off a bit and that's okay. Or you might find yourself one day being present while doing puzzles with kids and the next day being all over the place. Guess what? That's okay. It doesn't need to look a certain way in order to be effective. You have to trust the process and make it your own. Mindfulness is personal. So we are going to be taking a deeper dive into conversations each week with myself and with the amazing guests and experts lined up for you guys. Topics like perfectionism, burnout, setting boundaries, mindful parenting, marriage, working motherhood, mom guilt, adult friendships, managing stress and anxiety, self-care, and so much more. I am honored to be in your ear, giving your mind, body, and soul what it needs and what it deserves. Turning inward for a minute, and I want you to know that it's important that when you listen to this podcast, that you come as you are. We are all on this wild ride of life, and I truly believe that it's not meant to be done alone. I hope that when you listen, maybe even to my introduction every week, Take a minute and just be. Place your hand on your heart and just connect to yourself for a moment. We can go through life living so fast that we don't actually slow down and check in with ourselves. And if you're listening to this, go ahead and roll those shoulders back and take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, allow your body to fully relax and soften. Remembering that your breath is your anchor. Remembering to pause and breathe 
as you listen to these episodes. Also remembering that you are never alone. Give yourself this gift while listening, but also give yourself the time and space to connect with how you're doing and what you need. There is going to be so much value every single week. We will be having intentional and real conversations. I know life is full. My life is full too, but I'd be so honored if you just take a moment to one, breathe, but two, join in each week because this is our mindful way after all.